Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I am so grateful that you have chosen to take your valuable time to learn from me and to chat about being a fempreneur and what it takes to really serve at your best and at your highest value and not just your highest value for your customers, but your highest value for you and your family and the lifestyle that you desire. Um, you know, we're, we're heading into the Christmas season. I love Christmas. Uh, for me, it is definitely a spiritual season. And uh, for me, it's so much more than um, presents and food and, and that kind of stuff, which that's all fun. Um, but it's about family and friends and it's about um, my faith and um, taking care of other people and showing love and the same love and uh, grace that, that God has, has shown me. And so first, before we get into anything, I want to encourage you to take the cape off, enjoy the season for what it is, whatever that means to you. Make sure that you focus on family and 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 loving each other and what you can do for others who may be less fortunate or may be less fortunate than you in your own community and in, in your back door and um, and beyond. And not make it about, oh, do I have enough presents? Is my pie baked perfectly? That sort of thing. So that's, that's what we're going to get into today is um, how exactly does your business decide which charities during this season and for the entire year your small business should support? And we're going to lay out practical ways so that you can be generous without spending your funds or your personal time too thin. Um, and then before we even get into that, I've, I've got to plug my program because the best way to decide which charities your small business should support or really to make any decisions throughout the year for your business, for that matter, is to have an actual plan mapped out for your coming year. Then your charitable giving can fit into that plan and everything else that you want to accomplish for the year and, and have some measure of control over because you know, I know none of my listeners are control freaks like me. Um, so I want you to strongly consider, and now screw that, go to my website. <laughs> I want you to sign up for Glamour Goals. Um, it's, it's a goal setting program so that you can make bold goals that attract success and then lay out the actual step-by-step -step that you need to take to achieve those goals. Because a lot of times we talk about goals, but we don't lay out or back into that plan. We just say, oh, this is what I want to accomplish. But then we wing it. And, and that doesn't work, y'all. That's that's not how it works. So go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast and click on episode 19's show notes. That's this episode. And find the link to discounted Glamour Goals program. So that's going to be discounted for, I'm not real sure. Um, we'll see how it goes and we'll see how generous I feel this December. Um, but I'm, I feel very strongly about it, especially during this season. It's normally $99, but for a limited time, I am offering 35% off. So 
you can create your game plan for 2017 that you can count on with those steps to follow and so that you have steps that you can delegate to other people. So that's going to cost like $64 and some change if I did my math right. So um, head on over there unless you are the type that wants to fly by the seat of your pants and you like to be frustrated with your lack of results and clarity and you want to come back to me a year from now going, gosh, golly gee, why didn't I meet my goals? And then I'll say, well, did you complete Glamour goals and did you actually go through the seven steps that I take you through? And you'll say, oh, no, I just didn't. And so you're spending all this money on all these gifts and you weren't willing to invest $64 in yourself. And I'm going to say, okay, well, 2018 is a different year. Let's go from there. Or you can make it happen now and you can make next year be uh, flourishing and everything that you dreamed it to be and more. So if you are going to go enroll on that today, I'm very proud of you. And um, I appreciate the fact that you admitted that you could use a little help because I know that's hard for some of us to do as bombshells and um, certainly something that I practice all the time. Okay, so on to today. How do you decide which charities your small business should support? Because I know everybody is knocking on your door. You're probably getting all kinds of letters. Um, the end of the year is a really hard push time for nonprofits so that um, both you can maximize your uh, tax deductions and so that they can finish the year strong because this is a, a season where people are, are very, very generous. Um, so let's, let's talk about that. First of all, I want you to establish your charitable pillars. So this keeps your funds focused. You don't have to be afraid to say no. Um, And I'm saying this as a bleeding heart. (laughs) In fact, the only reason why I want to make more money in my business is so that I have the capacity to give more money away so that my family does. So my husband and I have um, even more that we can give through charities or just being generous with friends and family. We entertain a lot. We we love to take care of people. Um, And and that's something that is important to us. So um, when I'm giving all of these guidelines and teaching you to say no, it's not because I'm a stingy person. You ask anybody who knows me or my husband, we're we're especially generous. So just know that what I'm sharing with you today is with a spirit of helping you um, maximize your giving and to really focus um, your charitable dollars and your volunteer time um, into areas that are going to, um, I guess, get the most bang for your buck. So since you have limited time, and you have a business budget that needs to be considered when making decisions about your giving or your volunteerism, um, you can establish your charitable pillars by deciding on your giving priorities. So you're like, okay, what are charitable pillars? Just imagine, you know, these are the pillars that hold up the house. So what what are those pillars? These are the things that will hold up our charitable giving section of our business. Um it could be anything. I mean, it could be education. It could be higher education. It could be high school education. It could be education in general. It could be adult education. It, it, I mean, the, the options there are limitless. Um, many people have been touched by cancer, whether that's cancer that they want to support in general, breast cancer, colon cancer, leukemia and lymphoma specifically. Um, a lot of uh, female-owned businesses do tend to... Um, 
give to children's charities or to um, women's focused charities, whether that's battered women or sex trafficking, um, diabetes, local children's hospital, fighting homelessness, fighting hunger, um, supporting clean water initiatives uh, in a third world country, disaster relief, whatever that looks like to you, whatever it is that you are asked to contribute to, whether it's with your time or your dollars, um, think about, okay, well, where do I get most excited about giving? Um, which of these areas? And of course, the, the list is, is endless. I'm giving some, you know, general ideas here that I, I see happen a lot, um, in terms of, of who my bombshells give to. So, once we kind of get an idea of what's out there to give to and what is it that really seems to need from me, who comes and asks me for these things, how do you make a decision on on which one to go with? <clears throat> so you'll have to forgive me. I've, I was in bed pretty much all week last week at the time of this recording. So I'm, I'm struggling with the recovering of a cold. So if I'm scratchy throat or lose my voice by the end of this, or if I cough or clear my throat, um, I, I hate to be doing that in your earbuds. And I, and I do apologize, but I'd rather get a podcast out than, than not. So bear with me. Okay. So how are we going to make up these decisions? First of all, is there a natural connection with your business? Number one, is it aligned with your company culture? Wait, Amber, what's your company culture? Well, that's your mission, your vision, your values. I would strongly look at your values. Does this nonprofit align with your business values? Okay, if you don't know what that is, go back to episode three, and that's my business success pyramid um, series, and this is the foundation. And and then you can brush up on how to keep all of your business decisions really focused with a solid foundation through your company culture. Okay, so you've done that. What causes are you personally passionate about? What What is it that you might have a personal connection to? Or what do you think would matter to your customers so that if you involve your customers in your nonprofit giving or if you have sales where you give a portion of the proceeds to XYZ charity, that they would get excited about it too and want to help you? What matters to your team? Speaking of company culture, if you want your team engaged and be highly engaged, then you want them to get excited about the things that you're doing for your community and beyond as well. So once you've decided those things, then I want you to go to guidestar.org. This site, and there's others like it, but this is the one that I've always used, tell you exactly how charities are spending their money. Now, if they're legit 501c3, and, and I'll just, I'll go ahead and read the definition um, or their, uh, what GuideStar says on their about page. They say um, they are a 501c3 public charity that collects, organizes, and presents information for you about various charities. And so if yours is, if the charity that you want to go that you want to give to is legit, they're likely going to be on GuideStar. So you just want to be sure that your dollars are tax deductible, first of all, that it is a legitimate 501c3 organization, um, that it's a reputable charity, and that your money is going where you intended to help and not to a bunch of administrative overheads. So they'll break that down, how much is going into executive pockets or private jets or things like that versus actually going to the people that that charity or or cause or or whatever. Um, Because for example, it could be an environmental cause too, which I did not mention earlier. Um, 
it could be trees or anything like that. So um, you just don't you don't want to be paying for a for an executive director's private jet that is unnecessary. I mean, some charities do need jets, and that's completely legit. But I'm just encouraging you to do a little more background research that so that you don't get snowed, and so that the money that you think that you're giving to do good things actually goes to doing those good things. Um, so. Just to recap real quick, we want to make sure it's aligned with your company culture, which includes your business values, that it's something that you are passionate about or have a personal connection to, and that it's something that your customers and, and team members can can get into as well and appreciate and would give them a closer um bond with your with your business culture and your business brand and then check it out on guidestar.org and that will definitely be in the show notes page in fact i'm i'm going to probably leave an outline this time so that this is all information that you can use to refresh with now now that we know how to pick particular charities to pick for our maybe three to five charitable pillars that we say okay yes if you come to me and you at, and you're a charity that is um, raising money to clothe battered women in our community. Okay, well, that falls under our women's um, uh, charitable pillar, or it could be that falls into our battered women charitable pillar. I mean, you could be as specific as you'd like, but I would encourage you to at least put at least you know, one category, if um, if not more, but three to five probably is going to be your max. Otherwise, so many different charities can fall into those buckets. And if you're not a large organization, like, I mean, uh, uh, American Express, I'm sure it gets all kinds of, of requests, whether that's for, um, you know, gift cards or whatever money through their foundation and they have to be selective but they're a ginormous company so they can handle broader categories so i would just encourage you if you want to give to education then what does that look like and and we'll get into that um, a little bit more here in a minute but let me tell you how not to decide where to give your time through volunteerism or your money do not do it just because a friend asked you to Okay, that's not a good business decision. If your friend came in there and asked you to change your business hours, would you change that? No, you would not. So do not just volunteer to be on a board that you're uninterested in because your friend wants you to. That's not a good way to make a business decision. Okay, also don't make a decision on how to give your time or money just because you suck at saying no. Now, later on in this, I'm going to give you a great way to turn down um, organizations without making them feel bad and without making you look like somebody who's just disinterested or doesn't care. Um, But if you have a hard time saying no, then you need to say, let me think about that and then figure out the way that you're going to say no. But don't just say yes because you suck at saying no. And then also, don't, Jump on every bandwagon just because it's the hot thing, and I'm and I'm not saying that some of these things aren't something that you can quickly pull together, and that it won't take a lot of uh, resources away from your charitable pillars. But I, I mean, I see these ice bucket challenges come through various natural disasters, you know, pink for breast cancer, and so many businesses hop on those bandwagons and then it takes away from what they're really trying to do as a business and who they're really trying to support through their business. And they're over here being distracted and and spreading themselves thin because they hop on every bandwagon that 
you know, comes across their, their path. Like, uh, if they're, well, it's up to you and it's up to your moral compass who you want to give to and who you don't want to give to. But I just want you to not do it just because it's the cool thing to do. If you want to support something that pops up as one of the hot things, do it because it's meaningful to you and because you know that you can make an impact, not just so that you're keeping up with the business Joneses, if that makes sense. Okay, so if it's a volunteer position, consider everything that we've already talked about. So, you know, passion, does it align with your business values? Is it a key piece of your company culture? Um, You know, don't do it because a friend asked you to do it, all those things. Um, But then also consider, can you use your natural gifts, your natural gifts, just like your business? Can you use your natural gifts to further the organization's mission? And ask is it a working position or an advisory position? And if it is a working position, meaning they want you to do actual work, they want you to go out and do X, Y, Z, they want you to plan a golf tournament, they want you to plan something, what kind of support will their their team, like within their organization, give you to help you be successful? Or are you completely on your own? Are you out there you know, getting silent auction items and then you have to keep up with it all and you're running the spreadsheet and you're running the other volunteers that are underneath you? Or is some of that admin work going to be done by the organization itself? Now, depending on the size of the organization, they may or may not have the support for that. And so if you don't have the time to do the asking or do the planning and then also do all the administrative work because you don't even have an admin yourself to run your business, where do you think you're going to end up? Either hurting your business or being derelict on your duties for this charity and then that's going to give you a bad image in your community and that's not good either. So these are important questions to ask so that it's a win-win for everybody. I want you to feel good about what you're doing and I want that organization to maximize your capabilities. Now, if it's a, if it's just like a consulting type role and they need to be able to call you and ask you a question based on your expertise, then there's really not that many more questions. It, it just goes back to what we've already talked about. Um, okay, so also I would definitely, definitely ask how much time each week will this volunteer position take? Um, and I know I've known so many women who turn into professional volunteers and their businesses crumble while they're out serving on six different boards and raising money for every chili supper that ever was. Um, and, and meanwhile, their business is suffering and they have to go get a job because they were busy being a full-time volunteer. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, these nonprofits don't, you're not serving them by doing that. They, they are not being helped by you spreading yourself thin and then putting yourself in a position where your business isn't even viable anymore or where you're, um, if you're listening and you, I know I have people who um, actually are working in corporate or for other people. If you're so busy volunteering for every single organization that ever was instead of focusing your efforts in one or two where you could be extremely um, helpful then you are also not able to do for the company that's paying for your salary that gives you the opportunity to make that connection and to give back to your community. So I really want you to think about that. How much time each week? Um, And then, especially if you're in business for yourself, which most, I mean, bombshells are, how much visibility within your community will this opportunity give you? So whether that's your physical community or like in your town or your online community, 
Um, is is this something that's going to help you be seen a little bit more? That's that's a fair question. You should be able to get something out of it, right? I mean, it's not completely um, uh, uh, an altruistic decision. You you should consider, okay, is this something that could help elevate my business as well? And that's just that's just smart thinking. That's just smart marketing. I'm, I'm not saying every time I make that decision because I I know um, we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes where we get zero recognition, and that's exactly how we want it. But um, when you are running and promoting a business, it's that's not a bad question to ask: is will this help elevate my my business profile as well? Um, and then, what type of networking opportunities does it present? Are there other influential people who volunteer or? whom you might have access to because of this. So a lot of times, um, for example, and I'm, I've been very involved with my alma mater at Middle Tennessee State University. I've served on various boards there. But um, a lot of people want to be on those boards because they have direct access to people they may or may not otherwise be able to connect with. So you get younger alumni who then go back to their alma mater and they serve on these boards with with more um, seasoned and experienced alumni who could help them network within their industry. Um, and so that's a fair question to ask too, like within your own community, is there somebody on that board that might help you um, further what you're trying to get done? And if so, then you can help that charity uh, move towards its mission. And at the same time, you're, you're getting a win out of it too, beyond just, you know, feeling good about your contribution. So <clears throat> let's recap. We want you to be intentional so you don't so you don't feel spread thin. You want to ask all the right questions. You want to consider what's in it for me, long term, short term, whatever whatever that looks like. And um, and then of course everything we talked about at the beginning in terms of it just lining up with your company values and and that sort of thing too. So um, I would also strongly encourage you that your volunteerism stay within um, the same pillars that you're giving remains in, so that your giving and your charitable efforts are all extremely consistent. Consistent and people can start to see that pattern and know what it is that you are for and what you're about. Now, the second thing that I want you to do after you decide, okay, how am I going to establish my charitable pillars is I want you to create a budget. What? Yes, we're going to talk about money, ladies. I want you to create a budget so that you know... And I'm not saying you can't be more generous one year over the other, but you can at least project how much you're going to give away in kind. So whether that's products or that's services, you need to know what am I going to give away that is actually something that I'm getting at cost. Um, and then also, what are you going to give away in cash? So in the end, they're one and the same because it's it's costing you something. Um, and at the end of the year saying, or when you make a decision saying, oh, well, it's tax deductible, that's fine. But if your cash flow is hurting and then you're giving away your money, um, also there is only a certain percentage of charitable giving um, based on your revenue that you can actually write off. And I'm no tax expert and I'm not even going to try to advise you in that area. Call your bookkeeper, call your accountant, ask them, you know, based on what I've made the past three years, what amount would, would I be able to write off for charitable giving? Okay, so that's a great place to start your budget. That's not to say that you cannot go beyond that. That is just a good place to start. Um so that you can have um, some type of financial benefit from giving as well. 
Okay, so now that you know exactly how to decide what your charitable pillars are going to be and you have created a budget and decided exactly what you intend to um, ish, try to, um, that, that you want, what you want to intend to, I'm getting tongue tied here, um, to give away in products and services and then also just an outright donations, um, then I want you to come up with some kind of application for those charities to fill out when they come to you and ask you for a donation. So um, ask what the cause is and and here's why, okay? And I am all about supporting education. That's actually um, one of our pillars. So uh, the cause could be education that you agree to, but then you might see that the high school band comes in and asks for something. And then the local high school football team comes in and asks for something. And then the high school beta club comes in. And then the high school booster club comes in. And so once you see this pattern, because you're having them all fill out an application and you're not just, you know, one-offing it and handing a gift card over or a scarf or, you know, a shampoo or something like that, or, uh, I don't know, a, a free personal training session, then you can start to see this pattern and maybe you can make one gift to the school one time and then designate it to the various clubs and teams that you feel compelled to give to. So you only get hit up once a year instead of people coming in and out all year long or your phone ringing off the hook, especially during these super busy times. So um, like right now when everybody's asking you for something. In that application, I also want you to ask what type of recognition you're going to get. First of all, is that your audience? Is your spa customer going to really be at the chess tournament? And will they see your banner? Could be. They absolutely could be. But you don't know that unless you ask, you know, okay, well, if I sponsor this, then how how is my business going to be visible? Um, and uh, you can say it's marketing all day long, uh, but... I want to remind you that marketing is telling your story to your ideal audience. So if you want to donate to a chess team and your person is not going to be at the at the chess tournament, then I want you to call it for what it is. It's a gift. It is a gift. It is a donation, but it is not marketing. So do not call it as that. Do not put it in your marketing budget. Okay? So... Find out what kind of recognition you, you're going to get and then decide after, is, is that for my ideal customer or is that where my heart is? Because in charitable giving, it, it can be that as well. Um, then you will be able to make your decision. And then I want you to ask what type of stewardship, and this is in your your little application that you have, what type of stewardship are you going to receive so that you can clearly understand how your contribution contribution impacts the organization. So it could be that they follow up with you and tell you how much your um, auction item brought to the organization. Or um, one thing that I always get with Children's Cup is um, how many children my gift um, fed? How many meals was that? So then I can come back and tell you all, okay, well, we did this, we made this much money, and you know that provided a thousand meals. And that's amazing to know that. And then that makes you want to give more and more and increase your sales so that you can give a, a more. And uh, if you have a certain percentage that you give, then you can give more and more and more to that organization. And then also share that with your customer bases because of you, this is what we're able to do. Okay. So, um, and you also want to know, um, <sighs> 
that they are that the organizations that come to you know that there's going to be an expectation that they do what they say that they're going to do with your money. So organizations who aren't truly going to measure their results will learn to stop coming to you. And so you won't come you won't be dealing with the people who come in and are, are just trying to check check something off a box and I raise this much money and you know whatever. You you want to make sure that your money is going to organizations that are doing whatever it is that you think that they're doing with it. And the only way that you can really know that is if they steward that gift. Now sometimes that's an annual report. Sometimes that is a a, a thank you letter. Sometimes that's them coming back in and checking in with you. But you need to know on the back end, what they did with that money for sure. And that's okay to expect, by the way. So um, you want to be sure. Let's um, recap here that, let me go back to my notes. Your application has what the cause is, what type of recognition you will get if that's relevant and matters to you, and what type of stewardship you'll receive so that you can understand how your contribution impacted the organization. Okay, so now that you've done that and you've you've asked all the questions, you've established your pillars, um, you know who you want to give to, you've set your budget, and um, and then you've you've given the application. Now you have the stack of applications, or maybe you review them once a week or wh- or whatever, and um, and you look at everything. Here's how you say no to the ones that don't fit your pillars or that you don't think are a smart decision for for your organization, for your culture, or for the profitability of your business. Because remember, you are a business. You are in business to make money. So if it is not a good business decision, that's okay. That does not make you a jerk. You cannot give to everything. So I, I'm saying this because, y'all, I'm a bleeding heart. You check the mail at the hurdle hizzle and... Bills are in my husband's name. Um, all the sales circulars are in my daughter's name. My son doesn't really get that much mail, and all of the charitable asks <laughs> are in my name. I mean, they I get hit up all the time, and I love, love, love to give. But you cannot give to everything, or you're going to break yourself. So here's how you say no, and I do this all of the time. And people listening will probably laugh because I've probably said it to them um, at some point, but. Just say, you know, thank you so much for thinking of us. Our giving pillars are one, two, three. So that could be our giving pillars are at-risk children, education, and women's causes. Keeping focused on those areas helps my impact be greater in areas we're most passionate about. We wish you the best of luck in your efforts, and thank you for all you do for the cause that matters to you. Okay, so let me repeat that. Thank you for thinking of us. Our giving pillars are actually at-risk children, education, and women's causes. Keeping focused on those areas helps my impact be greater in areas we're most passionate about. We do wish you the best of luck in your efforts, and thank you for all that you do for your cause. Now, does that sound mean, or does that sound like, no, I'm not going to give to that, ugh, that there's nothing wrong with that. That's being absolutely transparent. Hey, you know, there, there are some things in this world that I'm really passionate about. And so that's where I'm going to put my energy, whether that's financial energy or time energy. But these are the things that really, really matter to me or me and my team or me and my team and my customers. This is something that we are jointly passionate about. And so I'm going to I'm going to serve here, but I hope you have the best of luck with what it is where your energy is directed. That's not no. That's not jerk no, at least. That's 
that's saying I'm not the right fit for you. And that's okay to say. Okay, so let's recap again. I'm, I know I'm recapping a lot, but it, just in case you're driving or you're out running or you're lifting weights or whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to get this in your brain so that you can think about these things um, on the fly and have these in the back of your mind in case you just can't get to the show notes and, and see my notes in there. So let's recap. You want to set your charitable pillars as part of um, and based on your company culture. Number two, you want to make sure it's a win-win. You will feel amazing and not put out for giving or volunteering, and the nonprofit will benefit from your donations, time, or talent. You want to create a budget and decide what is really marketing and what is simply a gift, what, what is actual uh, a charitable check that you're writing. Um, you want to have a process to vet requests through on the front end and to understand the impact your contribution is making on the back end. So you're asking, who are you? What is this going towards? What is, um, what's the recognition going to be? And how are you going to steward this gift? Then you want to learn how to say no to opportunities so you can say yes to the opportunities that mean the most to your business. And then go forth and be generous, sister. Make your business be known in in that space. Be known for being a generous giver. Um, and, And be sure that the people who need to count on you and that you want to count on you know they can come to you and count on you because you haven't spread yourself thin with 38 other organizations throughout the year that you're loyal to them and and to their cause and what they need to get done in the year for the year and beyond. So that was pretty simple, right? I mean, I, I feel like it's a very simple decision when I make a giving decision. And I want you to have that kind of simplicity in your business where you could just be decisive and say, yep, this is for me. Nope, this is not for me. And and you do that by creating A, your, your culture, and that's very, very important. And then on top of that, rest your strategic plan. And so if you don't have that for 2017 or you have a, I'm just going to say a lame one, a kind of ish one. If all you have is a vision board, which I'm a fan of and my husband and I do every single year, um, a vision board doesn't tell you how you're going to get there. A vision board just tells you what it is that you want to reflect on every single day. And while where your uh, focus goes, the energy flows, it certainly doesn't give you a roadmap of how to get there. And so you need to back into that plan. And so for the last time in this podcast, I'm going to tell you, go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast with an S and go to episode 19th show notes, or you could go to amberhurdle.com forward slash work with me and click on the Glamour Goals icon. It's going to take you right to the program. I've already got the discount on there. It's pre-baked, so you don't have to uh, remember a code or anything, um, which I thought would be handy since you're probably driving or running or biking or at the gym or whatever it is, shopping, cooking, whatever it is that you're doing right now. Um, You'll get 35% off the regular $99 price, or um, it's actually less than $65 at that 35% off. So that's a limited time. I want you to be ready for 2017. I want you to feel good about all the decisions that you make and not feel like a jerk, but feel like, nope, this is what I'm doing because this is what I've decided for my business. And so no matter what opportunity crosses your path in 2017, you will not get disillusioned. You will not um, go down rabbit trails, whether that's charitable giving or marketing or um, strategic alliances, business opportunities, new products, whatever that is, you'll 
you'll have a plan that you can fall back on and, and measure your decisions against. And I, I want you to do that. So go over there. Glamour Girls, I want you to take it. I want you to go through it. You seriously can do it like even in a day. I mean, this is not a difficult process. You might need to flush it out a little bit more after that. Um, but you could seriously like kill a bottle of wine and make it happen with um, some Netflix going on in the background. Um, so go out there, do it. Make it happen, Bombshell. And I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.